what's up, everyone? This is Urban Mendoza. This is Jason Ortiz. And welcome to another episode of the Us Against the World podcast. Let's get it. What am I supposed to do? I shop at Cambridge. Work too hard, but boy, don't fall too hard and get your wigs split. Pray to God, I heard they got new guys outside in this. Bentley Tyler's got them purple hearts outside in this. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Us Against the World podcast. I'm your co-host, Irvin Mendoza. I'm the other co-host, Jason Ortiz. And today we got a solo episode for you guys. So, Jason, what's the topic for today's episode? It's your idea, so pretty good idea. Yeah, man. So I was thinking, you know, what can we talk about us together? Um, We have a lot of history together, but there's been moments where obviously we're doing our own thing. And, you know, there's obviously other influences in our lives that we have dealt with. And I want to talk today, the topic is called Art of Peer Pressure, derived by the song by Kendrick Lamar, if you guys haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great title. Art of Peer Pressure off Kendrick Lamar's album, Good Kid, Mad City. I know this is like the fifth time talking about <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, but yeah, he's goaded, man. He's the goat, man. You have to. In that song, he talks about it's a, it, it's a night out with his friends, Kendrick and his friends. And basically, Kendrick's friends is telling Kendrick to do crimes, to commit crimes that night. Mm-hmm. And Kendrick, in the song, he says, like, I usually don't do this, but I'm with the homies right now. Right. And that uh, inspired us to talk about today's episode, stories that we had to do stuff or we had to do things, act a certain way in order to fit in in our environment. Or we didn't even have to, but we felt like it at the time. For this one, we just want to talk about moments where we did have to act a little different or, you know, not be ourselves or... And how in order to fit in, yeah, yeah, in order to fit in, exactly. Because as a kid and teenager, everyone's goal is to fit in. You don't want to be the odd one out. Exactly. Next thing you know, you might eat alone in lunch, or you're not might you might not get invited out to a certain event. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's it's just things growing up that you're lost, and you say, okay, what what do I do that so people could like me? Right. And we're in our twenties now. We're retrospecting back to when we were younger, and and it is a different perspective. Like you said, when we're living those moments, putting ourselves back in that in that environment. We can see why now we were acting the way we were and we could tell ourselves like, dude, you're dumb. Why were you doing that? But obviously when we were there, it's a different story. So we'll, we'll retrace it back and then we're going to be able to then see it from our perspective now. And if you can relate to it, then, you know, share it, you know, share your story with us. We'd like to hear it. Well, Jason, you want to go first or I go first? You go first. I want you to go first, bro. Oh, I need snap. to know. Okay, okay. Some story, man. All right. Let's take it back to when I lived in Texas okay. in the city of Round Rock. During 2008 to 2010. So it was my middle school years. We, My family and I, we moved to Texas. Uh, the, the middle school was called City Folks Middle School. City Folks. And the thing about City Folks Middle School is that it was, majority was all Hispanic, bro. It was, the majority was Hispanic and it's weird. Right there, you would usually hang out with people from your ethnicity, bro. How is that weird? Well, because in Valencia or other schools, they would mix up a bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess yeah, it's very, it's more a little bit more diverse. So you would say here, like where you were going, what percentage was Latino? <laughs> uh, like sixty, like sixty percent, sixty percent Hispanic, uh, twenty percent black, ten percent white, ten percent Asian, something okay. like that. Okay. So I would hang out with the Mexicans. That's what they were called, the Mexicans. The Mexicans. The Mexicans, okay, yeah. Okay. Seventh grade, I would hang out with the Mexicans, and everyone even knew, oh, those are the Mexicans. And it's weird, bro. My okay, group of can friends. Can I ask you, bro, like when you say like Mexicans, because we even like in high school, bro, I mean, we're Mexican, right? Yeah. But yeah. I don't consider myself the Mexicans. But there's like, I'm going to say, I guess, I don't know if we're going to get canceled or not, but like the paisas or like the Mexicans, like 
I know the soccer guys or is it the paisa guys? You yeah. know, there's a difference for we, sure in high school. Nah, I get your point. We were the paisas. Oh, okay. Which okay. In, in English is like uh, super Mexican, I guess. Yeah, like like it, It's kind Spanish. of offensive in a way, too. Yeah, it is a kind of... Like, oh, you're you just recently arrived from Mexico. You don't know English. You don't know anything about what's going on. So you're paisa. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Um, but yeah, the one thing that really st- uh, stood out was that we would talk in Spanish, bro. In in school, when we would hang out, it was in Spanish. Even though we all knew, even though we all knew English, yeah. we would talk in Spanish. It's crazy. And you know, here in California, you don't do that. Like you talk in English with English your with your school, homies. Exactly. But over there, everything was in Spanish. So I would hang out with these people. Majority were Mexicans, Hispanics. And in seventh grade, I was enrolled in yearbook class. Yearbook. Seventh grade. So seventh grade, um, that class, you help make the yearbooks. You go to classes. You take pictures. You even give your opinion on how to how will the yearbook be designed. Nice. You know, stuff like that. It, was it, it hard it was to get beautiful. into that class? I feel like it's hard. Nah. No, you just sign up on the oh, at the end okay. of the year, you know, like for next year. Oh, I'll sign up Woodshop, yearbook. I didn't want Woodshop. All right. I didn't want Woodshop. And here's the crazy part about yearbook class is that that was the first time that all my classmates were was not Hispanic, bro. I was mm. the only Mexican there. And I was 12 at this point. And for me, that was like, a culture shock a bit like okay right where are my friends i i see no one that looks like me so one thing about hanging out with the with the paisas or mexicans was that you had to act just like them and if not you would make you would they they would make fun of you yeah they would they would roast you like if you start making like jokes or start acting like different they would put you in check like hey man like you're acting lame or like they were call, like bad things, vulgar stuff in Spanish. What do you say the attitude was, bro? Like what was like the standard? Like if you were to say label like a paisa, what would be like the things they would do? Or roasting like talk each about? other, bro. Just roasting? Just roasting Puro. each other. Making Puro. fun of each other. Either making fun of each other or talking about soccer. Like Mexican yeah, League. Even Mexican League soccer. Yeah, not like even, about Chivas. Not even Euro? Not, not even Euro, bro. All these kids went for no. Chivas. So by default, I had to go for Chivas. No. Re- honestly, bro, like, okay, I okay. didn't watch soccer. I didn't root for any team. And your dad went for America, bro? My dad went for America. Man, you're a rebel, bro. So once I, once I arrived to Texas, I uh, I was a fan of Chivas, bro. That's pressure, bro. By default, yeah. That's the art of pre-pressure, man. So with these kids, I had to act, quote-unquote, normal like them in order to not make, in, in order to for them to not make fun of me. But in this yearbook class, it was the first time with people who were not in my social school group social circle and the, the majority of them were white i was able to i guess be myself right that's true that, you know like if you know me i like to maybe make some comments that are like how would you describe them mm, comments? i don't want to get roasted by jason but nah, I, I would say i'm very um hyper sometimes i'm yeah, very spontaneous spontaneous yeah. there you go i'm spontaneous say the other way. <laughs> i'm spontaneous and these people liked me these yeah. white kids like me bro the, you were funky like for them like you were like you were you were, you were unique yeah, yeah 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 i would give my opinion or answer a question and they would be like hey this guy's pretty funny like hey like i like this guy yeah. let's let's see what else he has to say and again this was like completely new to me i was like oh you guys aren't making fun of me that was like a shock for you like, yeah what the heck like oh yeah. wait you guys actually want to hear my opinion <laughs> on on this or this crazy idea that i thought was pretty funny but crazy and you guys like it oh right. okay and um some of them were eighth graders and should i tell about the story about the white girls 
Yeah, no, it's a good one because okay. you, you see the difference between the culture of, of let's say, the paisas, which I know much of it, bro. Like, it's pure roasting, and I think it becomes like a habit almost. It's not even, they can't break the habit of everything has to be roasting. There can never be, like, a serious conversation. Like, if it's kind of lighthearted, funny, like, they think it's lame. Like, it always has to be, like, un insulto almost, you know? Yeah. And that that's all, it, that's the culture that they want to, like, portray. Yeah. Not the Mexican culture. I'm talking about, like, just bantering, 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 bantering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like unos pesa mucho, you know. Okay. Uh, for you, like you were able to then make new friends, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did make new friends. I I made new friends with people that if um you see in the hallway, you know it would look out of place during that time and during the, in that school. Like, oh, why is mm-hmm. Irvin hanging out with a blonde chick? Yeah. You know, because uh, I don't look, I look Mexican, Mexican. And here's a funny story. So there was these two girls who were eighth graders. I was in seventh grade in that yearbook class. And they were pretty cute, bro. Like, they were blonde. They were, like, back then when I was a seventh grader, I thought these girls were, like, supermodels. (laughs) And they really liked my sense of humor. Like, they really liked how, like, my my comments, my my replies and everything. And we started to hang out and get to know each other more. And we became friends, I guess. I say I guess because we didn't really hang out or after school. Acquainted, you guys became acquainted, yeah. People that knew each other and you guys were cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Like in the hallway, we would say hi to each other. This was a, a another important detail is that this is a, a school where it's like, like the show nasty nasty, nasty classified school survival guide. Okay, it's like the hallways are inside. Like you don't really go outside. Oh, okay. Everything is inside. You, you your, locker, your locker, bro. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever see any kids get pushed in the locker? Like bullied? Mm, I would see kids get bullied. Yeah. Nice. Wait, no, not nice. But no. <laughs> I just because I, I want to make it seem like those shows are relatable. But no, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. When they get down, bro, you hear like the the lockers getting <laughs> slammed. Doosh, doosh, doosh. <laughs> yeah. You know, you see some blood. They're like, yeah, go, go. There you go. <laughs> um, one thing that really stands out still to this day is that these two white girls from the yearbook class. Do I say white? Should we cut that out? No, they're white. <laughs> yeah. they make, there's the difference between them. Okay. It's important to highlight they're white because different you'll see culture. why. There's huh? a different culture too. Different, it has different backgrounds. Different. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Keep in mind, I like in Texas, I lived in, in some apartments where everyone w- was Hispanic. Everyone. My social circle in middle school was all Hispanic. My parents, we, we all spoke Spanish. My whole life was around Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. So these two girls, like in the hallway... They would say hi to me, and they would see my group of friends, and, and then they would be like, okay, this is, um, Irvin only hangs out with, I guess, Mexicans, you know? like, mm-hmm. And then they would see that I, I would sometimes be, I guess, embarrassed or shy that they would say hi to me in the hallway. You think so? Because yeah. I was thinking, what are my friends thinking? Because then after they would be like, oh, Irvin, who are they? Oh, Irvin, you have friends? Oh, they're blonde. Oh, like, wow, are you, right. like, are they your girlfriend? Like, but, like, in a more offensive, vulgar way. Right. And in Spanish. And um, so these two girls, they noticed that, that that I would act a little bit shy or embarrassed whenever they would say hi in the hallway. So one day, they planned this out. It's, um, they, like, sabotaged me. I was walking in the hallway. They set you up, bro? They set me up. Uh, ambush. I was, I was walking in the hallway with two of my paisa friends and then these two girls were on the opposite side of the hallway not too far like a few feet away okay. and then they saw me and then they both at the same time screamed my, screamed my name like Irvin and then they did like a little sprint dash to me Aww. and they both gave me one of the biggest hugs ever you still feel in all my life day, bro? I, I can still smell their shampoo bro some head and shoulders uh, one of them had had almond 
And the other one had a green apple. <laughs> green <laughs> shampoo. The little fishy, uh, yeah. little fishy ones. Yeah, Have you ever yeah, seen yeah, those? Yeah. Little kids ones? Yeah. SpongeBob. I'm down. No, um, and uh, yeah, they gave me a big hug and, and they screamed my name out loud, like, Irvin. They gave me a hug and I got red, bro. I got red. I got like, oh, it's that because my friends were, everyone was watching. You you didn't feel badass? Like, you didn't feel like, damn, all right, I got hugged by two cute girls that are older. Because usually when they're older, bro, you feel even more like Yeah, eighth graders, bro. Ooh, eighth graders. Um, You were shy or you were like awkward with, tell me how you felt, bro. I was was awkward, bro. I got Uh, red. I was like, dang, why are you hugging me in front of my friends? But they did it on purpose in order for me to get embarrassed, like, you know. No, I think, look, I even see through the, like, the analogy or the analysis of their perspective. Maybe they want you to feel good compared to these guys, like, that you are special. You got to see it that way. Like, all right, we know Irvin and he's our friend now. Let's give him that hookup of, like, oh, wow, he knows us. Social status? Yeah, because that's how girls think sometimes. Like, oh, let's hang out with boys. So, So, like, they seem cool, too. They, they're like the hookup almost. It's like a hookup almost. Obviously, you're not doing anything with them or anything, but it's just more like you get that social validation. Yeah. You don't think they try to hook you up with that social validation? Probably, yeah. That's Probably cool. to make me, like, I guess they saw that, okay, why are you awkward outside of class, Irvin? Yeah. So if we do this, maybe you'll be like, this isn't a big deal. You know? Right. Like, I don't know. But but from there on, I guess the... It's the, a life lesson, bro. The moral of the story is that I was acting myself with this group of people like the white kids in yearbook class and then when i was with my quote-unquote friends i wasn't myself i was just trying to be like them in order to be liked and i i felt that was a that was peer pressure and adapting how they think how they talk the team they root for chivas and i learned there in yearbook classes like nah you know like i'm gonna be myself and whoever likes it, cool, we'll be friends. And if they don't like it, then I don't need you. That's true. I don't need you as a friend, I mean. You know, because that's not really a, a true friend if they if they don't like how you act. Right. And yeah, man, from there, like, I, don't get me wrong. I came back to California in, in eighth grade. And I, I would still battle that, like, mm, I got to act different because I want to be liked. Middle school and high school. And maybe a bit still to this day. But well, that's something that stands out, man. So that's normal. What do you think, man? No, that's good, man. That's a good story. I mean, there's life lessons to learn from that because you learn about diversity at that point. Like, for example, imagine you've never interacted or you never were in yearbook, bro. You've gone to another place where it's still all Hispanics. Wood shop. Wood shop. Then how would you be today? I don't think it would make a huge difference, but maybe it would slow my progress in yeah. finding myself. I mean, you're going to come back to California eventually, and Valencia is pretty diverse. And I think you went to Valadez. Yeah. It's still kind of diverse, so uh, it helps, you know. But imagine you grew up over there, bro. You would have been a paisa kid, man. Probably. Yeah. It's all good, bro. Not saying it's a bad thing, but. No, but it's a lifestyle that maybe you don't you don't have now. Maybe your career would have been different. Maybe you would have been married already. Maybe your whole life would have been different. Yeah. I'm just thinking. The the last weeks of, of school, that year of yearbook class, um, since we were all part of the yearbook staff, yeah, we had the, 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 not the privilege, but they dedicated two pages of the yearbook to us, yeah. the yearbook class right. where they would take a picture of us and then we would put a quote above us. Like, uh, if we're like flying in space or some, mm. someplace and then there's a bubble, like an air bubble nice. above us with a caption or a title and I didn't do it, bro. Why? 
I didn't do it. You were scared to be showing your face in the yearbook? I was scared that my friends would see that and be like, Irvin, this is lame. What the heck are you doing? That's crazy. And bro. I didn't do it. And my teacher, the yearbook class teacher, she'll be like, Irvin, why don't you want to do it? You helped in making this yearbook. You deserve to have a spot here. And then I said, mm. I don't think I ever told her the real reason that, oh, it's because my friends are going to make fun of me. I, I, I think I just said, no, I'd just rather not. That's crazy, bro. You know why? I I like that you brought up this story before we even started this episode. Because I remember I wanted to be in the yearbook, bro, in high school. And Valencia? A, and a girl that I liked, bro, was in yearbook, bro. And I wanted to be in that class so bad because of her. And I'm like, nah, that's like a, it's full of white people. And it's for people that are living that high school life that would go to the bell game that would yeah. go to prom, that would do all these cool things, like ASB. be an ASB, like be doing all the cheers and everything. I'm like, that is lame. That's what I thought because the homies wouldn't do it. So I'm like, nah, I'm not going to go in a yearbook. And bro, I didn't I didn't come out in the yearbook at all outside of my picture. And I realized like these people do have a lot of influence, bro, in how the yearbook is going to come out. Usually they come out like 20 times versus like a person like that obviously is not popular, will not come out. So I'm like, damn, these people do have a lot of influence in how popular they also are going to become. Because they're usually already popular, I guess. Mm -hmm. So in your case, you kind of have, kind of like, you dip your feet in that, no, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I did. No, I did. I saw a, a different perspective of how one school life can be. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be boring. Mm -hmm. It's a good story, and I think that uh, we can all relate to it. Because, for example, I'll tell you another story, I guess, for you. And the scenario is, like, when you took a class in AP English, bro, in high school. Yeah. Like, you were culture shocked there, too. I was, yeah. It, it was like a, a repeat episode of that, like around me, like no one looked like me. Like yeah. I said in that episode, because we talked about this, I wanted to drop drop that class. I, I'd rather go back to regular English <laughs> instead of AP English, just so I could be around my friends. Cause I did that, bro. I was doing uh, AP, like it was like AP computer science or something, whether in Valencia High School. And I nobody was, no Latino, bro. All Middle Eastern and Asian and white. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I, I told Miss Nasuf, bro, get me out of here. And she's like, all right, what do you want to do? And I did this like choir or some other thing, bro. Did she did she ask you why? And the, and did you tell her I why? I told her, dude, I didn't feel comfortable. Like, I didn't feel that people were trying to help me out either because they already, they probably took summer classes to code already. I didn't have access to that. So I'm like, they already had a head start. They were already coding stuff. I'm like, bro, I don't have any knowledge of this. And it was for people, for, it was a beginner's in, intro. And I still didn't know. So I was like, nah, I need to save my butt and get out of here. And I did. So I, I, I see how, like, there's, even in the same high school, there's different cultures in there, bro. Yeah. Literally. If they don't know you, like, that group of friends or group of circle, if they don't know who you are and you get there late, they're yeah. not going to try to be your friend or try to get you involved. They already got their squad. Yeah, on. they're already, you know, thinking of something, like, yeah. making plans and everything. That's true, bro. Yeah, yeah, but I guess talking about that, I guess let's move on to my story, bro. Yeah, bro, let's do it. Uh, the same thing in middle school, dude. Uh, I happened to transition around the same time that you moved. Uh, I also moved to where I used to live in La Jolla to Anaheim still, but uh, a street called Balsam. It's like a bear. It's a closed street, so it's a loop. So everybody knows of each other. The cars that go in will always come out. Like It's not a through street, so the community is pretty close. It's by a big ditch. Uh, by railroad tracks, so it's really enclosed by itself. And my mom ran in. Uh, it was me, my sister, my brother, and her four of us in her bedroom. We were having a tough at the time, so like we just need a bedroom. I think somebody recommended the room, and you know, just a word of mouth kind of thing. So I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm gonna leave Kramer. I was in Kramer, bro. Uh, I'm like, dude, this is what a good grade school. were you in? Seventh grade, sixth grade, eighth sixth, 
Yeah, no, seventh. I finished seventh here. And then summer came about, and then I moved to that way. I started eighth grade over there. Okay. So obviously, that's the last year of your middle school. It's almost like going like in senior year, right? Like leaving senior year, going to new high school. Like, oh, where are your friends, bro? They're going to transition to other schools. So I come in there, bro, and obviously, like, my closest friends at the time, I didn't have any. So I'm like, I'll rely on my, on, there was a roommate, a kid that was also growing up with me in the same age group where I lived. And it was, should I say anything? Nah. Huh? Nah. It's you okay. guys live together under the same roof? Under the same roof, bro. Okay. So we would be like, hey, bro, let's go play Call of, uh, Call of Duty or let's go play uh I mean, that's GTA. how we met. Hold up, bro. That's, yeah. that's how we met. That's how we started our relationship. Like, like, we rented a room with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, so we like, all lived under the same roof. Yeah, so obviously we're going to hang out. Yeah. We're going to be playing video games or we're going to be doing our own thing. You'll bully me. You put me on and he showed me Akon. 50 or, Cent. You know, that's another story. Bro. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Remember that video, bro? <laughs> I was just kidding. I'll <laughs> talk about that. Um uh yeah bro but we lived in the same room so obviously we click we're the same age group me and my brother and him so we played gta you know uh and yeah but then he would be like let's go outside i'm like with who i don't have friends so i'm like nah i got homies i'm like all right let's go and we go play soccer bro like i said it's a closed street so in la esquinita you like a loop and it's like a nice perfect circle to play soccer so kids would play soccer there, and obviously we would finish, and we're like, I like soccer, we like soccer, so it made sense. And we would go home, and he's like, hey, bro, you want to kick it more, like, outside? Like, after I showered already, I'm like, what you mean, bro? Like, we already played. <laughs> he's like, nah, just kick it. So we just be kicking it. There's a troca. Every every street has a troca. So the troca, we get chips. Explain to the people what troca oh, is. Troca is like a mobile vending machine, I guess, because yeah, it no, has all the goodies. Like Noah, Noah and I, a previous guest, he called the troca like a bodega, like, like a, a, bodega, like a mini market. Yeah, coming to your street and they know that. I don't know how they claim the street, bro. You think they, they talk? Like bro, if somebody I, tries to pull up? Bro, I bet there's my like street, territory homie. like conflict, bro. I bet. I've been here since 97. Yeah, imagine like your family wants to start a troca. You can't because that fool's already there. What's the city going to do? I don't nah. think the city could... Man, yeah, bro, bro. I need to get into that. We gotta, we ask gotta document that something. On Rafa, bro. Dude, that guy's a legend. <laughs> yeah, dude. So we would kick it, and obviously there was older people. We were eighth graders, so what is that? Thirteen year olds? Yeah, 13, 14. But there was like sixteen year olds, seventeen year olds that were older. Like in that re- in that respect, they looked way older. Like they yeah. like these guys are adults already, and they would be posted up, bro. And back then it was like the triple A shirts, like the long socks, like hoods, you know. And I'm like, hey, that's your cousin. Oh, that's your brother, because he had a bigger brother. Um, and they would be posted up. And then I would see them, like, talk about gang stuff. I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? And then the homie, he would be like, nah, like, they're just, I mean, that's the hood that we're from. I'm like, what hood is this? Oh, it's like Balsam Street. I'm like, what the heck? And what do you guys claim? Because I know La Jolla over here where we grew up. And then Plas, which is Placentia. But I'm like, what's the what's the neighbor? What's like, if, okay, if we're here, who's the enemy? Oh, who's you know? the enemy? That's yeah, the you have to know. Question. Yeah, you have to know. Like, who's the enemy? Hmm, before I go on, who's the enemy? Yeah, like all nerdy, you know. Like, hmm. <laughs> so, regards to this community, uh, who is the community that's against y'all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. So it was uh, Citron Street, bro. Citron Street. Citron, and then East Side, and then Pauline Street. You remember Pauline Street, bro? I remember Pauline. Uh, obviously, there's nicknames for these foods. Um, nah, don't say the nicknames. Nah, I won't say them. I won't say. Them. But for us, I guess it was Traveler City. I've never heard of that one, bro. I was like, that's the fire name, bro. Traveler that's like a Pokemon City, City name, yeah, bro. Yeah, like Traveler City. I never heard of it. And I'm like, okay, that sounds pretty dope. And they would wear white versus like Citron would wear black. And like Pauline would wear like brown and khaki. And like it was weird how they like even colors mattered. Uh, like La Jolla, they were white. Blas here wears black. I didn't know that, bro. If you ever like look in the, like if you, I mean, back in the hood, you would know like, oh, that's from Blas because he wears black. And then these guys would wear white, La Jolla. 
But it's crazy that we would just kick it, kick it. And then one day, like, it was me and him and some other homie. We played soccer and everything. And we were in eighth grade, bro. Obviously, we were from Balsam, which happened to be the territory of travelers. But we weren't a gang, bro. We weren't a gang. But we were in middle school together. We would hang out in, like, in the tables. And then fools would come and say, like, where are you guys from? I'm oh, like, snap. we have to claim something, right? Yeah. So we say, like, traveler cities. And they'll be like, what? That's the enemy, you know? <laughs> oh, wait, they knew you guys knew. by the enemy already. Just could be said that. So we're like, nah, we're not Traveler City. Like, And then the big brothers of these guys, like the older guys, 17-year-olds, they're like, hey, you guys got to make a gang in middle school. What? Like, you guys got to keep it going for us. Dang, and I'm all like, what the heck? Okay, I'm down. <laughs> what like, do we have to do? Right? No, we said, what do we have to do? Oh. And it was, since it was us three, we started it, bro. Me, the homie, my the roommate, and then another guy. We're like, bro, we're not going to jump each other to start this gang. So whoever we, we're going to start at us three. And then whoever wants to join our gang, we got to jump them. And like the video we were watching earlier, we got to jump them, bro. So and you didn't get jumped. I didn't get jumped in, bro, because we started it. Uh, we're not going to jump each other. We were homies. You're like, a founder, weird. bro. I'm a founder. You should put that in your bio. Like. I am, bro. I founded a click. It's a That's click, by the way. It's not a gang. It's a click. It's Boston Street. Click. BSLM, the... The, the name I know that sounds funny. It's good bro I like it <laughs> It's not the other word That you think bro <laughs> Yeah bro But um It was funny Because we're like Alright what's your name we, we Bro we're eating chips And just hanging out And making a gang bro Think about yeah, that You eat chips bro <laughs> like, We like you, between bites yeah. So <laughs> What are our colors <laughs> Yeah no For real So we, we are like We're gonna represent Traveler City Okay we got that done We got the backup Of the homies Like the older heads To give us advice bro We had mentors it was a whole community, bro. We let's go. I love this, bro. And then we go in, and then we're like, "All right, bro, what's our nicknames? We gotta have our nicknames, right?" And one of the homies was um, Termite. Guess why his name was Termite, bro? Why was his name Termite? He had funky teeth, <laughs> <laughs> bro. The other homie, the one that was my roommate, that was the other guy. But my homie, um, my mom made homie. Guess what his name was, bro? It was not. It wasn't. It wasn't oh. bad. It was actually pretty good. Bimbo, that, uh, it was close. He was big, bro. But nah, uh, it was uh, Yanta Clowny, something like that. Clowny, Ooh, that's, that's pretty fire. I yeah. like that one. And I'm like, dude, what am I gonna get? Like, I want something. Like, I don't want Osito or something like <laughs> some weird stuff, you know. But I'm all like, I was short back then, bro. I was like five four, pubescent, you know, or going through it. So they're like, nah, for you're tiny. <laughs> and I'm all like, that's, that's kind of fire. Hey, I like. I'll it, take bro. that. Tiny. I'll be tiny then. I'll be S a tiny. S a tiny. you know? S a tiny. So I'm like, all right, I'll take S a tiny. And yeah, that's I was us, bro. Three people. Obviously, we had other kids in the neighborhood that were like, we would tell them, hey, bro, you want to be part of the crew? And they're like, yeah, I'm down. Because we were the ones peer pressuring them, bro. Yeah. Because we'd play soccer. I'm like, you're already part of that. You're already part of the hood. Like, not claiming it in the gangster way, but by they default, were, you're by already default, part. they're part of the hood. So we we're like, we might as well claim our own people. So we had some guy named Nestor. He was, that guy was dope, man. Good kid. He just, he went to juvie and everything, bro, because of us. Because he was down for the hood. And we, I wasn't that down for the hood, bro. Did you jump these kids? Yeah, we did. These other new kids, we did. We had some other guy that was big. He, they call him Teddy. <laughs> big. He was big, he was big, bro. And I don't mean big, like, as a fat. He was big, like, formado, dude. He was built. He was built, so, like, Teddy, but he was nice, too. And these kids, if you think, when they would go home, bro, so mamas, hey, mijito, vente, like, all nice. Okay, mami, ya boy. But then in the in the school, bro, they were gangster. That's scary, bro. Like, so That's cool. crazy. Like, two other people, like, where you from? And then in, like, a, in, like, in the hood, hood, okay, ma, ahorita vamos, vamos terminando fútbol. Crazy how, like, you had to put on that, 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 
that dichotomy, bro, of Dang, like hood bro. and then you're you're actually being yourself, you know? You're messing me up mentally, bro. Yeah, bro. Were you like that too? I guess. But I was funny though. I was be like, where you from, fool? Like I see it, like with that voice. I wouldn't be like all tough, because I wasn't tough. I was just like funny. I'd be like, You're a fat ass. Or like you're like, shut up, fat fool. Like like to other people. Yeah. And you they would, would, roast, would them. roast them. And then they would be like mad and then they would want to fight us or me. But my homies would be like, No, 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 I got this. And I would never fight, you know? I got the homie to back me up. That's where I'm going at, bro. People went to like juvie or like got pulled up by the police of me sometimes bro because i started beef and i wouldn't finish it you serious bro like yeah. like can you give us an example of one beef yeah it was halloween night bro and i mean i was a little rebellious back then so I'm like i'm not gonna it was it was a church night bro and i was like i'm not gonna go i'm gonna go hang out with the homies and they had a party bro they had a party in one of their houses the mom was hosting it, it had a beer and everything hey. weird it was weird i don't know why the mom was doing this but okay i don't know why other people from other gangs came to the hood to like I guess trick or treat. Nah, they came to like start beef. And obviously we're outside and we're like, get out, this is our hood. Like, you know, starting to start a fight. Obviously we have to back up our own hood. And they got down, bro, these guys. And one of the guys had a uh, like a shank. And we're like, nah, nah, nah. So my homie had a shank too, obviously, because he was more hood, more down, I guess. And this one actually shanked him, bro. No lo mató, no lo mató. Like shanked him barely, like cut him. That's scary, and so the police bro. came and he went to Juvie, bro, for like, a month or two. Yeah, that's a serious case. That's assault, that's bro. That's assault, bro. So I'm like thinking like, bro, and I'm the one that started it, bro. I'm like, you're a freaking lame-ass fool. Like, I was talking all the smack. I felt bad, bro. Dang, bro. Because then the homie never blamed it on me. He he actually took it for the hood. He's like, hey, I did it for the hood. Well, like, okay, I'll, I'll be like uh, yeah, devil's up, advocate. Yeah, what's up? Maybe you called them out, like that, that person out, but I bet there was already tension between the groups. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. and the homie that did the, 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 assault, the yeah. knife thing, he already like wanted to get it. He wanted done. something out of it, yeah. But yeah, that that's my story with that. But it's crazy because I would go home and obviously you know I was going to church and all this, and then I realized like, bro, I'm really living a double life. Like this is living a double life. Like in the school and like that, I was a cholito. Everything you know, getting down. Like I never got down, but I would get down. Meaning like I would talk my smack. And the waking point for me, bro, was when I saw one of the homies. I'm not gonna say homies. One of the dudes from Citron. Because like you said, bro, you still wanted to get the A's and everything. I was still a good student, bro. But I, outside, I was a savage. I would tag, bro. Um, I would, uh, yeah, bro. It was it was late. I, would, I was like bus missions, bro. Sharpie or spray paint? Spray paint and Sharpies. Yeah, to the point where like a police stopped us, bro, me and a homie. Yeah. Because in Sycamore, you had only, um, you only had uniforms. I don't know. In your middle school, did you have uniforms? In Texas, no. no. But Valdez, yeah. Okay. So here in Sycamore, where Screamer, they don't. They didn't have dress code over there. They had uh, things. We would wear black or um, white. The enemies would wear, like, black and red. It was weird how even with uniforms, bro, they would claim it. You would know, like, you don't wear red, bro. Weird. Well, right after high school, I'm like, hey, bro, let's go bust mission. And we had Sharpies. And we were tagging, bro, like, those 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 squares of electricity. I don't know what you call those. Like, where people kick it at? Yeah, like, where people yeah. where, where people sit down. Yeah, exactly. We were tagging it, bro. And the police saw us, dude. Pasó casualidad in the moment. And, bro, we, we were going to run, but we're like, nah, they caught us already. And they profiled Damn. us, bro. Like, what hood do you claim? Oh, snap. And uh, I was scared, bro. I'm like, I'm going to jail. Obviously, I'm, I, we shouldn't go to jail, but it was scary. And, yeah, bro, I was like, nah. He's like, and he said it, bro. He's like, Traveler City. I'm like, what the? Why are you telling the cops that for oh, you, Oh, snap. I'm like, nah. I'm like, oh, well, we're going to home. We live right here. Literally, it wasn't down the corner. It was in East, bro, right there, East and La Palma. You know that liquor, that Narco right there? Arco? Yeah. 
uh, in front of 7-Eleven? Yeah. Okay. Right there, that one. It was that. There's a little spot right there where we're doing that. And then, yeah, bro, no tomaron photos, our names. What? So I'm I'm in somebody's database. Bro, we're, like, were, were you peeing your pants or something? Yeah, That's they scary. told us, sit down on the floor. I'm like, oh, man. Obviously, how are you going to tell your mom that? Like, your mom doesn't even know you're in a gang. Yeah, bro. Like, my mom doesn't even know I was part of something. Like, my mom just thinks, oh, a niño bueno, you know? Citron. No, that's a ho- that's enemy's hood, bro. Oh, my bad. Balsam Street, bro. Balsam Street. BLM, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. BLM. Yes, BLM, my bad. So they um, take pictures of you guys. Yeah, we got profiled. Like, oh, you're probably from the hood here. My like, yeah, and I was bald back then. I had short hair. Um, I would take off my my uniform shirt, and I would just have a white long shirt. That's, bro, I, I I'm uh, picturing pants. it. You look scary, bro. Yeah, khaki pants, bro. Because khaki pants was like the the thing that you had to wear, so it, it automatically fit in. White socks, bro. And guess what shoes, bro? I felt bad. Uh, Nike Cortez. Nah, you're stereotyping, bro. I had baby blue Vans, bro. Those were fire back in the day. Si le quedaba, no? Like, it fit in with the style. good. I was like, dude, this is fire. Yeah, man, but... I really hey, hold up, bro. It's crazy that you remember the color and the shoe. It's because I would, I want to rock that fit now. Like, I want to bring them back. I want to bring them back because they're fire, bro. Um, I guess what the moral story is that just like we have our whole upbringing, we moved, we moved apartments, bro. We got out of the hood. And by automatically moving out of the hood, you leave all that behind. We came back to La Jolla, bro. Were you still doing, like, those gang activities no. right up until the point where you, that you moved? Yeah, bro. I told the homies, like, hey, bro, where I'm going to move? He's like, you can start a gang over there, like, from us. I'm like, nah, bro, you're dumb. Hey, bro. Even they knew it was dumb, but they just knew that bro. it got carried away, bro. Nowadays, a lot of kids. That guy has to be, like, a pyramid scheme or some MLM <laughs> stuff, bro. That guy is good at recruiting. Yeah, yeah, he did. Nah, he did. No, nah, he's not. He's ahead. happy. He's still in the hood. He's still in that same neighborhood. I, I've, I've seen I haven't caught up with him, but I've seen his Instagram and everything. He's still there, and he looks like he's doing good. Like, yeah, eso ya pasó de moda, you know? The whole gangster's face. Oh, yeah. But there's been situations there, bro, where I'm like, I need to get out of this. Like, not, I never was in too deep, bro. I never did anything stupid, stupid, where I had a gun or killed somebody. Or obviously, I'm here. Um, I'm incriminating myself here, bro. Ah, bro. Okay. Statutes of limitations. There you go. It's like 10 years or something after, <laughs> All right. after you get my... All right, perfect. Um, yeah, bro, but I saw things, I heard things that my homies would do. I'm like, nah, this is too much, bro. And then... The, the girls, the girls was like my weakness back then, bro. So Las Cholitas, there was something about them, bro. They're fire. They're down for the ride, you know? Like, they're down for the cause, too. So Dang, that's what I like. I like. They were loyal. You um, see, bro, this is all pre-internet, like pre-phones, pre-Instagram. Yeah, we had, we had like, time to start gangs. What you know? else are you going to be exactly. doing if you have nothing else to do? Start a gang, bro. Yeah, it's just, just kid. Casually. Like, if any children watching, just drop the phone. Go outside and start a gang. Start you know, man. Like, go tag up something, man. It's like college recruit, bro. You got you know, start yeah. a club in college. You just need three people. You need a, like twenty dollar deposit, and the school approves, man. Pick some colors. Uh, choose some nicknames. That's it. Go out, go have fun, man. Go to town. Go to yeah. town. Nah. Hey, hey, no, no, but uh, I wanted to go back to the incident with the cops. Like, what happened? They just took pictures of you guys. That's it, and they let us go. Gave you guys a warning. Like, don't do it again. So I guess the homie, the one that. He had a previous record, bro. So eso se lo llevaron. And, they, and he told me, tell my mom that I'm not going to make it home tonight. Bro. I don't know what the heck he did before, but he left with the bro. And I kept walking. What did the cop tell you? Like, you, you could go. Yeah, you can go because I didn't have previous records, bro. I was a good, was a good kid, obviously. Um, wow, well, on the legal side, you know. And that guy had a previous record, so se lo llevaron. And then a mí a mí sí me dejó. And my one, of, one of the other homies, he was over there. So he's, like, waiting for us. He's just looking at what we're doing. Um... So we left and we felt bad. That's bro. insane, bro. Yeah, just for tagging. No, bro. But Wait, the that's fact, bad, I guess. But tagging. The fact that the kid had a like 
previous record and they took him. He's I, such a good guy though, bro. Now that's you like some record? boys in the hood. Like where you know who he reminds boys. me of, bro? Uh, like the Sandlot? You know the, the, the Rodriguez kid? Or the, the one, that Latino kid? Yeah, like the main... The main guy? Yeah. Like that guy. He reminds me of him. Like, but for the hood, like a hood version. Like he was down. Like he was cool. Like he had the Nike Cortez. He's the one that introduced me to Nike Cortez, bro. He looked hard. Yeah. Um, and I'm Morenito, bro. Like you have him on Instagram or like no, I don't know. You don't know I, what's I, up I with him. Try to look him up on Facebook to this day. I know yeah. his first name and last name, but I don't. I couldn't find him. But yeah, bro. I guess the moral story there is start a game. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Now that yeah, bro. I was pressured, but by by the community itself, it just you fall in default sometimes. Like it's literally, like your neighborhood, your home, is why you got into those type of things. Exactly. Your home. Exactly. Exactly. That's why, like, uh, I know this might go like off tangent, but that's why, like, when I like when I go work in courthouses, like in in Compton or the or other like very dangerous cities, there's a lot of juvie cases there, like ju- juveniles, and and I never judge them. Right. I never judge yeah. them. I never judge the they're mom a product or the of dad. their environment, bro. It's because of their surroundings and their environment why they're doing those type of things. I mean, you can judge their action because at the end of the day, they are reasonable people, with which they can determine if that's right or wrong. But you can't blame them. You know, you can't blame them because maybe there wasn't that guidance, bro. Yeah. And maybe we can talk about that in another episode. Like, what made us stop at a certain time of doing certain things? Because for me, it was my conscience, bro. I'm like, nah, I shouldn't be doing that. Or like, oh, I got church on Thursday or Friday. It was Friday for us. I got church on Friday. I can't be hanging out with the homies after school. That saved me, bro. But the fact that you moved home mm-hmm. is why you had that switch too. That was so, a big impact, bro. You know? Just I think they needed. I think this is crazy because that family, the sister was also a cholita. She had, she got knocked up and they needed to bring her back into the house and they kicked us out because she was coming back to the house. Dang. Think about that, bro. All these little things that are happening in the hood, Dang, bro. And there's other stories I can Ecosystem. tell you, bro. If you guys want to talk about it, it's crazy because I try to this this life this life. I only have one picture of when I was there, bro, because I moved to Anaheim. Remember that picture when I'm bald and everything in the high school? Yeah. That's the only picture I have in that era, bro. I, I don't try to. I'm not ashamed of it. It's more like I'm not proud of it, I guess. Dang, bro. No, but it, it made you who you are. Like, you have, it, experiences yeah, I have, that, I have experiences bro. that, like, and there's other things obviously I can't say here, but we, we talk about, we'll talk about it. I mean, Oilo, other yeah. more stuff. I got now, you. this is, this is, first, this is hearing how you guys started a gang and the protocols and the, it's like a startup, bro. But instead of making an, an app, you're making a gang. Hey, that sounded fire. It's a work ethic, bro. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> yes, you put in work ethic, bro. That was Thanks. all interesting and fire and crazy. And then hearing how deep you were into it, because because you've told me in the past that you were in a gang, but I didn't know that you were like this deep, like it calling people out. The incident on Halloween with the knife. Yeah. That's the 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 tagging and getting pulled over, and your homie going to with the cop but you get to go home it's like that's all layers upon layers that's true bro but i think three things that saved me bro can i say them say them i think religion uh moving homes like you said and a girl bro because i would date like cholita girls yeah but then there's one girl that liked like avril levine and like rock she's all like why are you wearing baggy pants like you would look cute and like back then there was not skinny pe- uh, skinny jeans back then you would look good in like skinny jeans i'm like hey, if a girl's saying it i'm gonna take it i'm gonna i'm gonna take the the, the knowledge and that was uh, that was sus back then. People didn't use skinny jeans in those days, unless you were like uh, there was one kid, bro. 
he was a tagger. And he wore them, and people were judging him. Like, that's his Dang. sister's. And they wore his <gasps> sister's pants. Dang. They haven't for guys in Tilly's yet. So I'm like, all right, I'll go buy some. I went to Tilly's. Everybody goes to that Tilly's by Target. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one in uh, Pullerton. RSQs? RSQs, bro. Black. My mom, like, two for 45. Two for 45. Hey, ¿por qué estás cambiando tu estilo? For a girl. Yeah, that's like, I think you change... The biggest thing just for girls, like if a guy tells you, bro, you should wear skinny jeans, you be like, man, shut yeah, up. Shut up. But if a girl tells you, it's like, ah, oh, well. All right. Um, but yeah, man. Um, no, that's great, man. I, I love this. Uh, yeah, your bro. peer pressure was your environment around you. And my peer pressure was the people around me to my environment. Like, yeah, bro. In order to fit in, because you did it to fit in. And I did it to fit. I, I acted like them. I didn't act like myself to fit in. Yeah, bro. Because otherwise, let's say, let's put yourself in another scenario, Irvin. Like, let's say you you, you didn't want to hang out with them anymore. Where, would you be alone? Or would you be able to find new friends? Or how mm. would you navigate that? Especially as a as a teenager, bro. When stuff like that matters the most. It would be hard to find another group, bro. Because yeah. there was a... Um, not. it would be hard. Because right now, you enjoy your solitude, right? I'm assuming. I enjoy being alone sometimes, bro. Like, yeah. I don't need people around me. But back then, bro, you need that, like, reassurance of it. people around you. No, the it's always tough... First day of school or oh, first or first day of uh, a new school, you know, that you transferred and not knowing where to eat, like where to sit down for lunch. It's, it's like this, like, stressful, where man. do I sit? I saw him in, in first period. Maybe, maybe he's cool. Right. But what? Nah, it's, it's, it's scary, man. <sighs> it's scary, bro. All right, guys. Well, I know we just shared one story today about the art of peer pressure, but they were full of details and full of twists and turns. So I think. I enjoyed it, and I benefited from it. I don't know about yeah. you, Jason. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, if you want to listen to more, because we do have more. We plan for like two to three here today, but yeah. time, you know, we got to cut it short. But for you guys, if you guys want to hear more, let us know in the comments. Let us know on, you know, just DM us. Maybe a story that you uh, have gone through. Yeah. And maybe we can share it here, you know, potentially. Of, uh, yeah, DM us, guys. We've, uh, we've, we've told people, hey, if you're down to be a guest, hit us up. You know, yeah, we want to hear your story, and if we see like, okay, it's perfect for something that we want to promote, like not promote, but we want to share, and let's have you on. You know, let's have you on. That'd be cool. Well, then, thank you guys for checking in with us. Hope you're enjoying season three so far with our episodes, sir. With the video work, courtesy of Hugo. This is Urban Mendoza, your co-host, signing out. Hey, I'm signing out too. This is Jason Ortiz, and we'll see you all next time. Late. Oh,